This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about what's happening in Redskins camp this week. On the 29th episode of Harry Hog Football, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. This is Harry Hog Football! What's up, yo? Yo, 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 what's up? This is a, our 29th episode, a makeshift edition of Harry Hog Football. We've got many, many, many emails from people out there. Not many, not M-I-N-I, M-A-N-Y. Yeah, from, from people <laughs> many, that listen many, to the podcast. Many, many, many. You know what would be cool if you guys like like our podcast? If you go on to um, iTunes and like give us a rating. Because right now we've got one from Studhorst who uh, I guess likes our show because he gave us five stars. If you guys can go there and help up our relevance so that other Redskins fans can find out that we're actually making these things. So that, that we're actually serious about it. <laughs> so anyway. That we're actually, you know. Because I think decent. Because I think right now we are the only Redskins podcast that you can actually get from iTunes, if I'm not mistaken. During, during the off season here? Yeah. Yeah, and with as many Redskins oh, fans as are up there. <laughs> we went from being the best or whatever to the only one you can get. <laughs> I got, so I guess that uh, makes guess us the best. Else just gave up and decided to listen to us or something. <laughs> or something. Or something. Well, yeah, yeah. First of all, let's talk about the sad day for us as LeVar Arrington signed a seven-year, $49 million contract with the New York football giants. Do the math. Seven times seven is 49. What did I say? Right. An incentive-laden contract. Um, Laden. Heavy on incentives, on performance-based incentives. To Which, have the opportunity to uh, face his old Washington teammates twice a year. Which I think they have to be heavy on the incentives with LeVar at this point. I mean, he's asking a lot of money. That's a lot of money to put up for him. I mean, he did go in and get a physical for his knees and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, as everybody's been saying the past couple of years, he hasn't had the opportunity to be, to, to live up to his potential and show the LeVar that we've seen in the past. So, right, right. Know, it, it's only expected, I guess, the incentives thing. Yeah. Anyway, this is what I think I would mention this to John. I see like some um, foreshadowing of uh, or something to the effect or a repeat or history repeating itself, I guess, of an old quarterback with a broken leg and being and going the, out with a concussion, going out with a concussion and Ever. ending his career. Going out with a concussion forever. Yes, yes, I could. And who's it going to be? Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, Josh, you have a good point too. I didn't even think way back then. Another Redskin quarterback being knocked, whose career is going to be ended by num- another, uh. By number 56? 56. Yeah. Do you think the Giants are going to let him wear 56? Dude, all I know is I've got an image here, and it's LT's body with LeVar's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I don't oh. think, I don't think they're going to let him wear 56, but who knows? They will either. Do you know? Does he have any uh, relationship with LT? I mean, does he know the guy? 
Does anybody know that? I think he, when he was coming into the league, he was saying that he idolized him, didn't he? And that's why he wanted to wear his number. Well, see, that's what I'm yeah. wondering. If, if like, LT would be like, LeVar can wear my number. Uh, he might say that, but I think the Giants fans would have something else to say. You think? Yeah. <laughs> he would have two words for that, and this second word would be that. Do you think <laughs> the Giants fans are going to embrace him like Redskins fans did for the past six years? Uh, I think it's going well, to be all the same. They obviously can't read that huge blinking red sign that says on the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to plug that in. Yeah, oops. Um, well, anyway. Like we were saying about LeVar, you know, hopefully he'll be injured twice a year and he'll be right before he plays Redskins because I'm going to hate to root against him, but, you know, he's no longer a Redskin. Yeah, that's true. He is no longer risking. Although I do still have a couple of LeVar jerseys, and you know, I still am a LeVar fan as as a Redskin. So yeah, I'll be a fan of his, but I don't wish him any good luck in any games, especially being in a team that's on the NFC East. No, sucks. I hate that. But yeah. you know, I was hoping anyway, he would go to the Dolphins. I can't, root for, I can't root for Tiki Barber either, and he went to you know UVA. Right. So well, they can hang out. Yeah, that's right. They can hang out. And and as I said on the uh, on the website, uh, maybe Lavar and Patrick Ramsey can get together and have lunch sometime up there. Hey, you know, and, and, and there you go. All right, let's move on. So to, uh, Moving on. Next. Oh, last note. Last note on this for the fifth week in a row. I did not bring up Lavar. <laughs> anyway, my last note on this is we're not going to bring up Lavar's name and again. This is my promise to you, the listener. We're not going to bring up no. his name again until, until he does something worthy of mentioning. Until he plays the Washington Redskins or some big news comes to town. Anyway, uh, moving forward, Brandon Lloyd, new wide receiver, picked up from San Francisco in, what I guess, March. Um, signed a long-term deal. The last I saw, the terms were yet to be disclosed. Yeah, I haven't seen anything still about that, which is kind of surprising. Weren't they working like, on... We got it out. Yeah, they were like working on his contract for a long time, and I mean... He was going to camp anyway, and they didn't have it, and now they're saying he signed an extension. He signed his contract, is what they said. They yeah, just didn't say what it was. They just, haven't, uh, they just haven't disclosed the terms, and no one's leaked it out. So I guess uh, the Danny is running a tight ship up there. But I thought that he like had signed a contract, and now he's signed an even longer contract. No, no, he had, he had not signed a contract. He only had, I think, one year left on his contract coming over from the 49ers. He, t- he signed some kind of tender something, basically saying that he was going to play there. He had a one-year tender. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, so that's good. They got him signed. That means we got him, Randall L. Other uh, uh-huh. receivers still on the roster would be James Thrash um, and, of course, Santana Moss. <laughs> and, of course, Taylor Jacobs. <laughs> Taylor Jacobs, not for long, we hope. Uh, cut. Oh, man, cut. You know, I was reading on a, that, a little bit on Boyd today on Redskins.com that he and Liddell Betts went to high school together and played together in high school. Uh, speaking of I Liddell that was Betts, interesting little that's interesting. Speaking of Liddell Betts and uh, Rock Cartwright, are both going to be at the Beach Blitz, as are the Harry Hog football boys. I believe Chris Cooley's going to be there, Red. Chris Cooley's going to be there. Chris Samuels, Randy Thomas. Joe, sell your socks on eBay, Salavea. Salavea. Yeah, but disclaimer, we don't think it was him selling his own socks. 
somebody snag him like in one of those commercials. Would they get, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question. Like the dude that hangs out in the hamper and runs away with all the clothes or the guy in the, uh, the kangaroo costume in the <laughs> Eagles locker room. Yeah. If we get Joe Salovey's socks, maybe we can auction them off for charity or something. Uh, anyway, I'm not doing that. <laughs> maybe Hold Joe Salovey can auction. No, listen, this just came in. So, so I just want to be clear on the Brandon Lloyd thing. Um, because this just came in. I'm reading this thing now where he, he just signed a seven-year contract, right? Uh, right. If you say so. No, that happened today. That's what I'm reading at 3.13 today. Okay, well, I haven't read it since then. So go ahead. Lloyd and the Ravens agreed on a long-term deal. Uh, this is from the Baltimore Sun, by the way. <clears throat> Sweet. Okay. It's been a long, exhausting process so far, Lloyd said. Blah, blah, blah. Apparently his wife is about to give birth any day. So this is wow. this is a good present for them. So he's got seven year uh, seven year deal in Washington. Um, apparently he's what? He's twenty four years old. Oh yeah, he's a youngin. He was a first round draft pick three years ago. We I think here's what Joe Gibbs said today. We think somebody who's twenty four years old is going to be playing here a long time. Said mm-hmm. Coach Joe Gibbs. <laughs> Lloyd was. San Francisco's top receiver last season catching 48 passes for 733 yards and five touchdowns for the NFL's worst offense. Yeah, dude. He was good. He scored a touchdown against the Redskins. That's right. He and, Ant- he and Antoine randall who was signed as a free agent, were added to the bolster wideout contingent that had little production last year beyond Pro Bowl receiver Santan Moss. Right. Dude, I have to also mention we still have David Patton on the roster, too. Oh, that's right. So we're stacked at receiver. Hopefully we'll come back and, and do very well this year we are stacked at receiver and if anyone gets injured they can always throw james thrash in there he's probably going to only play um special teams mostly special teams i'd imagine yeah um somebody at the press conference asked him what he planned to buy for his baby and he said a house (laughs) (laughs) great anyway um Way to go, Brandon Lloyd. So moving on, our other news, uh, Chris Clemens. There was an article on, um, I think it was Redskins.com. I forget. But anyway, talking about how he grew up, what, in the D.C. area? And uh, he's going for LeVar's job now. Right. And how he's thrived with the Redskins over the last few years. Anyway, it was an uh, interesting article. And we did post something about that on our site as well. About Chris Clemens the other day. Isn't his brother on the team too? Not Nick Clemens. Yeah, isn't he like a special yeah, team? Yeah, he is. He's one of two Clemens brothers on the team. That's right. Anyway. Oh yeah. So that was up. Um, let me see. What else did we want to talk about tonight? The draft. Um, I thought it was interesting. Just a just a note to mention. Uh, you know, a couple of people that we're looking at this past week. One was uh, tight end Anthony Fasano uh, out of Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't I quite understand that. Pick. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we would need another tight end, do you guys? I don't think it would hurt. It seems like I we think should. I think, I think we're in good shape, especially with signing a Christian Farina from New England in the offseason. I think we're in good shape at that position. But I don't think it would hurt. Um, it's, there's an article that came out on Redskins.com today, um, which is exactly pretty much what I've been thinking for the last few days, um, that... The Redskins pretty much in the position they're in, with linebacker being the only somewhat pressing need, right. they really just kind of go with whoever the best player is 
with the uh, with their second round draft pick, the fifty third pick, fifty third pick. That's their, only, that's their only draft pick of the of the first day. Yeah, I think I posted and something whoever, about that. I think they're gonna have a pretty good choice to kind of look around and see what's available at that point and be like, hey, you know, let's get this guy. We don't really need a tight end or or whatnot. But well, we certainly seem to be looking because we we also were taking a look as were a lot of teams at uh, that guy from George Mason, that uh, the basketball player. Right, right. Lewis. That's just because he's huge. Yeah, but everyone everyone wants to follow that with the uh, the, the follow the Antonio Gates yep, yep. Um, system with that. So that's not a surprise. Apparently, he's kind of rusty, but he, he's he. Who knows, man? Who knows? But the basketball shoulders. But back to Chris Clemens and what you were saying, John, about the fifty third pick. Um, you know, there's a there are a few uh, good possible um, linebackers that that are going to show up in the draft that it might be possible for us to grab. Yeah, I agree. I think that more than likely there's going to be a decent. I, I don't know the names offhand, but there were some interesting things in the news on in newsprint and on the internet about um, various linebackers and have how the uh, the draft this year is very linebacker heavy and so there are po- the possibility of a very good linebacker still being available with the 53rd pick I think is, is a very good possibility right. and that's, I'm thinking they're probably going to go in that direction I don't see I don't see any reason why they wouldn't unless someone that was just really awesome slips super far down to the 53rd position and they decide to grab him like someone gets busted for you know smoking pot or something tomorrow and they fall from the first to the second round because of that kind of like Fred Smooth did a few years ago right <laughs> yeah I think I mean I posted this on as a comment I think to that article or that post you had about the tight end they were looking at that um, I think by the time the Redskins pick come up they're going to get whoever the best person left on the board is yeah so and then by the third, or what do they have? A third or fourth round? A fourth round pick? They've got a second rounder, and then they've got like two fives, three sixes, and two sevens. I think. All right, one of those fives, we need a kicker. Yeah, I agree, and I'm going to say it again. I hope to get my boy from UVA. Yeah, someone was writing us in and said something about another kicker that was that beat out uh, Connor Hughes in the All American Challenge. Oh, know. really? I don't really? remember, I mean, I think I, I thought I sent it on to you guys. I didn't have time to investigate, but we should check that out. <laughs> anyway. I guess we'll check that out sometime. Uh, I think that's about it for today's show. Um, keeping it short is oh. the second one of the week. Well, yeah, yeah. short one. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk. Yeah, uh, let, me, let me add in a, a special of the week. Got the NFL Europe update. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we need some sort of jingle here, Aaron. Yeah, we need some sort of jingle that sounds kind of German, since most of the teams are in Germany now. Right. Okay, I'll work on that. It'll go right. <laughs> you want to work on that? It'll go right. Basically, we, here. we have a kicker, Tyler Jones, in the Europe League. We also have wide receiver Richard Smith and the defensive back Eric Williams, who we've talked about before on the show. And um, seems like uh, seems like they've been a little active. No. No touchdowns or anything like that. Um, they've got this Eric Williams guy returning kicks, which could be uh, another uh, shot against uh, our favorite guy, R. Brown. And uh, let's see, Tyler Jones missed his first field goal of the season, which is like 10 games long, so, you know, not yeah. bad. 
these guys might end up working out to be something in the long run. I mean, maybe this guy will end up being a decent kicker and they won't have to worry about it, right? Yeah, that'd but, be cool. That'd be cool. Personally, I think they need to bring in like four or five kickers and let them all just kick it out. Oh, speaking of, dudes, speaking of, listen to this. I may, this is a kind of a, you know, this is a big deal for us at Harry Hog Football here. I may have the in, inside, um, track to get an interview with, uh, my wife's uncle who played place kicker for the Minnesota Vikings for four preseason games. <laughs> and one of them, <laughs> one of them was against the Redskins at RFK. So I was, okay, so I was, Connection. So I was All thinking right. about interview. He's going to be up here um, in a few weeks, and I was thinking about interviewing about his experience at RFK and playing people like <laughs> <laughs> playing people like Daryl Green. So if anybody out there listening has a third cousin twice removed who happened to serve cold beer at a game against the Redskins, uh, give us a ring. We'll, yeah, truly. We'll truly. They may uh, they may get a spot on a uh, they may get a featured guest. On a uh, podcast, an <laughs> podcast. Hey, dudes, we got to start off. Sm- That's pretty cool. We got to start off yeah. small. At least I found someone that played in the NFL, even if it was just for preseason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. We we have been working hard to try to get some of those kind of interviews, but uh, you guys keep writing in and show us the support on iTunes. Show uh, if you if you listen to the podcast and can put a note on there and you know say we're doing a good job. Uh, you know. These are things that uh, people look at when they just try to say, "Do I want my guy to talk to them?" Mm, no. So, yeah, we uh, you got to help us build our credibility. Help us build some credibility. Right. We, we we could use a little bit of credibility. And you can you know? and, and go to iTunes and go there and like post a review for us, and hopefully it'll be a good one. And then uh, you can also always send us email at Harry, uh, RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball dot com. That's H A R R Y. Football.com. And let us know about these all these posts on our website. You can respond. You can add comments to like basically every story that we put up there. So let us know what you're thinking. Start talking to each other on there. Um, we'll get on there and um, talk to you guys. Write you back. Remember, and, remember, if you're posting comments on any of the stories on the website, all you have to do is put yourself as an anonymous user. You don't have to log in or anything like that. And you can just put your name at the end if you want. I mean, you can put your name if you want to, but you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm on there, I just... If you're like a dirty Cowboys fan. Right. Yeah, I just go on there as anonymous and then just put my name at the end because I hate logging in and all that crap on those type of sites. So we set it up so you don't have to on ours. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's about it, dudes, for this episode. I guess so. That's it. Um, As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll We'll get another one up next week. We lied and said we were getting up two last week, and we almost did, being that today's Monday. But uh, <laughs> but if you guys have been listening to us for like at least three episodes in a row, you know that we're always later than we say we're going to be. Just just get used to it. It just works out. <laughs> but we do. But we do. But we do try to keep the uh, the website updated. So check that out. HarryHogFootball.com. Send us a note, and uh, we always try to at least respond to you if we can. Um, so uh, one of us, anyway. Anyway, okay. all right, dudes. Anyway. Well, we'll see you next week. And as always, hail to the Redskins. And, uh, Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, Joe <laughs>